0: What it do, what it do? It's your girl Jess. Jess, be real, and welcome back for another episode of Jess, be real podcast. I know this is a little bit out the orthodox of what I usually do, but trust, I got more for y'all. I just wanted to tap in real quick with y'all, check in, and show y'all some love because I got a discussion that's been bothering me. So, enough of me chatting. Let's get real. All right, I know it's been a minute I've been slacking. I normally. Ain't been keeping up, but you know, I took a little vacation, a little break. Um, so I just been enjoying my friends, my family, and just back home and just, you know, it is what it is. Um, also, given a lot's been going on with the, my, my my people, that's the realest. So, you know, I have to accommodate because everybody else got lives, you feel me? Um, but sometimes you just need to take that break, step back for a second. Just recharge, refresh, and it's okay to do so. Um, what I do want to talk about. Which right now I know it's it's Friday. Y'all don't be like, Jess, what are you doing? It's not even Sunday. I know, but it's my podcast, so I do what I want. <laughs> um, but I did want to talk to you about a topic which is called BBW, um, being a black woman. And I wanted to talk about this specifically today and not wait on this because of what I've recently experienced this week. And y'all know I'm transparent. I'm going to be transparent with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I keep it honest. I keep it real. I keep it live with y'all. Um, So I had to experience a BBW moment this week. And I just feel like it was only proper to discuss this on the air. And this can't wait. Given everything going on in the world, you know, we just had the one year past of the death, of, you know, the death of our good brother, George Floyd, um, and a lot with the controversy and madness going on in general with the pipeline hacking. Um, and I also want to discuss this because I've literally wanted to tap in because there's so much that's gone on in these few weeks that I just feel like I need to tap y'all into and check in with y'all. So I hope y'all are well. I know the world's slowly opening back up um, and the world's trying to go back to the normal hustle and bustle. But still, y'all know how we are as black folks. We're still going to be skeptical because, listen, even if you are vaccinated, stay six feet away from me. If you aren't, stay about 12. Um, But you know we still going to wear our masks because we're not even trying out here to be playing like that, okay? Um. But I hope y'all have been in good spirits, y'all have been refreshing yourselves. I know there was a new full moon that transitioned over on the 26th, so there should be a lot coming on. I hope new blessings and risings are coming for y'all, especially my black sisters, because you know we always get overlooked when it comes to the man in society, so I just wanted to make sure that's something that's known. So as I said before, today's topic is being black women. Um, as y'all know, as being a black woman, you're always at the bottom of the totem pole. You're always the last to look over. You're always getting less sense on the dollar to a black man. <laughs> and we are already not even going to talk about the caucasity. And if y'all don't know what that is, tap into Amanda Sales HBO special, and y'all be able to get a little insight on what that means. Um, but I will say that uh, we are overlooked, overworked, and underpaid. And we're the most least respected woman in society, but this country was built on our back. Listen to me again. We're the least respected in this society, but this country was built on our backs. So, how do you not respect somebody who you built a country on, literally off our backs? We birthed our kids, fed, and tried to keep them together as well as being wet nurses for their kids. Come on now, let's talk about it real quick. I know it's late because, you know. Women's month had already passed, but I feel like it's women's year. It's going to be about us nonstop because we are the backbone to this country. We are the backbone to society. We are the backbone to everything because nobody's stronger than a black woman. And sometimes our strength is always silenced in a way because nobody thinks that we have pain that comes with that strength because we're naturally innate to have to be strength sorry naturally innate to have to be strong because that's what's instilled in us so we don't have to just be feeble to think that when something comes our way we can't face that adversity so before I get into the negative or what you know happened with my situation I just want to give some love and shout out to some of my special black black women in my life um, my sisters, my circle, some of my friends. Um, so I know y'all heard about Clay. Um, she was on one of our episodes, you know, from uh public health to PhD. So my girl Clay got a fully re I guess you could say a full ride or, you know, total paid for package to go to get her doctorate. Yes. So since then we have had that update. My sis went full throttle. She'll be back in her back in her state. Going for they're paying for her to be able to go to school, all amenities included. So shout out to Clay for making that new move. I know she's in transition. Right now, she's on vacation. So live it up, sis. Enjoy yourself. You deserve it. You've worked hard. But I want to just give her her flowers on, on today. Um, another person I want to shout out is my sis Aisha. Definitely just had another level up. Okay, sis is top tier when it comes to this government work. So shout out to her and she had a new blessing um bestowed upon her as well in her level up and um in her livelihood as well. So shout out to you sis. Um another sis I want to shout out who I call my wifey <laughs> is um Alnesia. Sis just got promoted not once but twice double time over in the last 3 months. Sis is doing her thing especially out here for us black sisters in corporate America, shining her bright light in inclusion and diversity. So I wanted to shout out my sisters Happen to be in good company because they all deltas. You know, I said what I said when I said it. Get you a delta woman. And them three right there, top tier, okay? Um, I love them, dearly support them. So I just wanted to give them some accolades, not just in private, but on the airwaves for y'all to know. It's okay to give y'all friends their credit in, in public as well, even if it's not you receiving it give them their flowers, bless them with what they deserve because they work just as hard and probably were just as patient as you're doing. So I just want to go ahead and take some time to give my fellow sisters some love. So you already know how I feel about y'all. Um, so those are some great Black women who are literally making changes and strides in their communities, in their positions, and in the culture. And we need that. Um, even seeing that Tammy Roman got another Uh, tap into with get into it with Fox soul shout out to her I've always admired Tammy's Tammy Roman's hustle um and being old enough now to go back and watch the uh real world season two and seeing her transition from that young girl from New York who literally traveled across country to to California to now seeing her as a mother an entrepreneur a philanthropist um it's, it, it' a wife it's just amazing and and her daughters are just amazing from seeing what you know seeing as you know the updates and how well they're doing um, jazz is even on Fox soul on the mix and it's just so amazing to watch you know another queen raising black queen so I, I'm I'm showing love to her um, as well on today um as well as you know with my sister Alicia um who was asked on the podcast as well for the resilience factor. I'm sorry, y'all. I am at my mom's crib, so they still have a clock that chimes. So excuse that. Um, but y'all know we keep it real here on Just Be Real Podcast, so it is what it is. Um, but shout out to Salisha. Um, I want to give a shout out to as well as my homegirl, Cherie. Um, And Selena, you know, what I call the triple threat, the big three, they did a Mother's Day special for Fox Soul, immaculate work, Um, Sheree happened to be in the director seat again. Love seeing her in seat because there's just so much knowledge she has in media. Um, to know that Dr. Salicia's Productions was behind it in SJ um, Entertainment. It was just an amazing thing. If y'all haven't checked it out, go check it out on Fox Soul. It it was a it was well put together. a uh, great lineup, great artists. It it, it was just amazing. Um I, I just want to give them their flowers and shout them out for them coming together. Um, those those are the three finer women in my life that I show mad love and respect to. So much love to y'all. Um, last but not least, I don't know if y'all tapped into the verses with SWV and escape, bruh, bruh. Okay. Let me tell y'all. When I say my heart was so full, I watched it with one of my homegirls. When I say my heart was so full from watching that verses, it was full. Um, and I say that only because to know that they even said from gate, like, and it was right before mother's day. They said like from gate, like we're here not only to go ahead and, you know, it's not a battle as more as it is to, you know, come together and give, you know, give each other our flowers. And that was just so dope. The vocals are still there. I didn't expect them to not be there. Um, SWV, y'all know I go hard for the home team. That's home team. That's New York, baby. All day, all day. Um, just, it's just crazy to know how much work they've done over these last 20 plus years or 30 plus years in this industry. And I I just give my hats off to these women because they're still going strong. Whether they be collectively or individually, they're still going strong. And even if they are doing stuff individually, for them to come back as a collective and cohesively just demonstrate, you know, sisterhood and uplifting and knowing like, yo, nothing can come between our bond. Um, We might bend, but we'll never break. I respect that. So shout out to them. Shout out to Swiss Beats and Timbaland for even, you know, starting that whole thing. But the the, the lineup for that was just, yeah, I know I'm a 90s fan. I'm heavy on the 90s. I'm a diehard 90s baby. So, like, that just, you can ask my homegirl, I was fangirl out, like, I was in my living room dancing, everything, singing all the vocals, like, it was a vibe, a good vibe, a good energy, and you could feel it, especially when they close out the show, you could feel that energy just hitting you, um, so I just wanted to give those flowers there, but, um, you know, being a black woman, I feel like like I said, from the from the example I just gave you from my friends and their um, accomplishments, you know, some people I look up to in the industry and their accomplishments and, you know, SWV, I just feel like sometimes as black women, we need to give our flowers more to our fellow sister. Um, it's not going to hurt her, you know, dim your light or shine yours less because you're, you know, recognizing what your sister's doing. Because you know what I call that? A dry hater, you know, and you don't have the same energy in private, like you do in public. It's necessary to do that. I just feel like it's consistent. And anybody who know me, I'm consistent all around. It's not no, it, it's never going to be a switch up with me. And if there's going to be a switch up, we're going to discuss it. And I'm going to let you know that there's a switch up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just feel like we don't take the time to just really say, yo, queen, good job. Queen, I see you. Queen, you doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing but two seconds. And, um, and I only said this to be transparent with y'all because I'm going through my own stuff right now. And me, you know what I'm saying, showing love to them is not going to dim my light because what's meant for me is meant for me. That's not going to pass me, period. Um, And my tribe has been able to remind me that. And I can honestly say I've been leaning heavy on my tribe. As much as we, you know, you know what I realized too, as black women, as much as we say we want somebody to be there, we want to have that tribe, we want to have that support system, we're okay with them being there when things are on the up. When things are on the low, we still have this subconscious transgenerational mindset that we have to fight alone. And we don't. That's what your tribe is for, my sister. Use it to the best of your advantage. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm one and I can attest and be honest with y'all. I have my tribe there and I don't use them to the best of my ability or allow them. Let me correct myself. Allow them to love on me and care for me, and be there for me as much as I want them to, because I feel like I'm still in the transition of trying to fight the battle of knowing I don't have to do it alone. Um, And my line sister had to remind me that the other day. She was like, yo, you always are the strong one for us. Let us be strong for you. And it's hard because I'm always the one, as she's accurate, the one that's more like the mother figure. I'm going to be there to nurture you. I'm going to be there to give you words of encouragement. I'm going to be there to pray for you. I'm going to be there for you if you need me financially. I'm going to be there. But I feel like at this moment, God sat my behind down and said, and if I start crying, y'all, y'all know I'm transparent. It ain't no it ain't no shame in my game. Um, I feel like God sat me down and said, baby girl, let your tribe be there for you. And I'm going to make it happen and force you to see how true your tribe is. And I'm going to see if you're going to allow me to let them do what I need them to do for their work, for them to get their blessing in order for you to receive yours. And as I sit and think about that, that's deep. Like I was talking to um, one of my tribe yesterday, my homegirl Dara, and um, she really put some things in perspective for me. That I really have been sitting and taking advantage of my podcast. Like I haven't really been tapping in like I need to tap in. Um, I've been not using the network that I've built single-handedly on my own to the best of my advantage. And you know what? I, I had to really send them like, yo, you right. I had a real conversation with one of my other friends who's my sister. Where we've never had no disagreement or, you know... No, no, no issue, no argument. But the energies always speaks for themselves. And I always say energy doesn't lie. People do. So the energy spoken from her could also got misinterpreted. But the fact that we were able to have a conversation and come to a consensus and understanding is what's major. Sometimes you're not going to always see one on one with your tribe. Sometimes you're not going to always agree. You're not going to see eye to eye. But if you know your tribe and know your vibe, you know, it's going to always be good intent in whatever they do. It's never going to be with malice. It's never going to be with shade if they really know you and understand you and, and vice versa. Um, I had a talk with one of my other people in my tribe, my uh, my homegirl, Amicia, I was telling y'all about. And um, she was just saying, like, sometimes we don't take the time to understand that there's a love language of friendship as much as there is in a relationship. And she broke it down for me pretty much like... For instance, her and I, we are not phone people. Y'all know me. My phone stay on DD 24-7. <laughs> and it's rare, I'll take it off. But you know how I'm not, I don't like, I don't like talking on the phone. I prefer texting. I'll send a voice note, but that's as far as that's gonna go. FaceTime, occasionally, depending on who you are. But we are texters. We prefer to text. I'll text you all day, have conversation. But phone, being on the phone 24-7 ain't my thing. But I have friends. Who love talking on the phone? They love to Facetime. They love that's their that's the way they interact and communicate. And she said to me the most wisest thing ever. Sometimes we have to bend what our love language is to accommodate, not even accommodate, but to understand better and relate to who we have our friendships with. So, given I'm not a a talker, sometimes I have to break out of that and be exception to the rule and be like, you know what. Your friend needs to communicate and phone is how they do it. So you got to be receptive and they have to do vice versa with you that sometimes you don't want to talk and you have to, you know, you want them to text because that might be the the moment. But what I do will say is with this, what I did learn from her too as well, um, which I've already always known, but I've never seen somebody apply it when it came to me is when I was going through some things a couple, a week ago, like last week, she said to me, how can I support you and in what ways can I help? I realize too sometimes we, we get overzealous and want to be supportive for our friends and it's nothing but love and we might throw out some unsolicited advice, opinions, thoughts, whatever, and it might not be warranted at the moment because we don't know where the person's mind is or even if you want to talk and vent to our friends, it's asking that permission because it's respecting that boundary. That person might not have the capacity to be able to withstand what you're able to drop on them. Sometimes as well, we might be in a space where we're not receptive to receive anything because in our minds, we're trying to process what's still going on. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to say, hey, that's a boundary for me. Just please respect it. It's okay to stand up for what you've already instilled for yourself to have as a boundary. And, and, if, and it's the person's decision to accept it or reject it. But then you know how to move forward to proceed in the situation. And that's all on your own behalf. We're all entitled to how we feel. And I feel like sometimes we forget that we're entitled to feel how we feel. So with that being said, in this situation, I'm going to say this. Lean on your tribe. Your tribe is really your vibe. The energy your people are pouring into you, you can never pour from an empty cup. What is the point of having a tribe? if you can't depend on them when necessary or if they're not there not just for the highs but for the lows and i feel like also too sometimes you have to just be transparent with your friends too and let them know like yo i'm not in a good space because how they gonna be there and be supportive and how they gonna be a tribe they don't even know what's going on so i just feel like it's important to have a tribe especially to be in good company with prominent people who are literally on their path to greatness because having those negative Nancy, some people got to get left behind because they're not meant to join you on the journey. And that's OK. That's quite all right. But only you would know what's best for you and what's feeding into your soul and your energy, because there's going to be times you're going to be depleted and you're going to need that refill. And your tribe might just be the one to give it to you. So I'm going to say being, being a black woman is something that we all know is innate. We We grow up knowing, you know, be you know, embrace yourself. You're a black girl, blase blah, and now we even have the term black girl magic, which is something we take wholeheartedly. And I love seeing how all the different shades of melanin are just embraced in black girl magic. I love seeing all the fellow queens just out here flourishing and just let being unapologetically them. And that's what it's all about with being a black woman. You have to be unapologetically you. Even in the corporate setting, it's imperative. When I say imperative, imperative to be apologetically you just on a professional level. And that, I will say, is me. My sister said yesterday, and she tweeted, my sister is the true definition of providing change. And I said, isn't that what Delta means? Because Delta does mean change. And I feel like... I'll tell y'all this, when I joined my sorority, I joined it for the network. The sisterhood was a bonus, but the network and the way these women handle business was top tier to me. And I've always admired it, the way they give back to the community, their hands in the community, the service that they've done. Because I was a Girl Scout, so y'all know I I was big on service. I've always admired that about about adult women, so I felt like that's the only woman I could ever be. So when she said that to me, I said, doesn't Delta me change? Sometimes we have to do things in that are not what we want to do because we have to do it. And I feel for me, being a black accountant, a female accountant, it was necessary to speak my piece and say my mind to not ever let degradation be something that's that's placed upon me. You're never going to defamate my character. You're never going to defamate my work ethic. You're not going to slander my name and think I'm not going to sit here and stand up for myself because I am every single time. No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, but I know for one thing that us all, as Black women now, can say our parents, our grandparents, our aunts, our uncles, our communities, our parents' tribes have taught us: if you don't stand for any, if you if you stand don't stand for anything, you'll fall for nothing. If you don't stand, if you fall, wait, something y'all y'all know what I mean. So it's the same thing: if you don't stand up for yourself and you don't go ahead and make that set precedent then that means that you're allowing them to know how to disrespect your boundaries. Even in the professional world, you have boundaries. There's some things I was not going to tolerate in corporate America from my my prior employer that I just feel was unacceptable behavior. And I'm going to call you out every time about it because you're probably not used to it. And guess what? I ruffle feathers. And you know what? It doesn't bother me. You want to know why it doesn't bother me? Because it just shows how insecure you are to not have a black educated woman be able to test you on a professional level because you think i'm not probably educated enough for one or two don't know what i'm talking about and being able to i guess pr- protect myself in this atmosphere if there's one thing i want to do ladies if anything never just settle and it might put you in some uncomfortable situations but you want to know one thing you'll walk away with your pride and your dignity I could say with anything that has happened and transpired over these last months, I have my pride and my dignity still standing behind me and my morality knowing that I didn't settle and allow someone to disrespect me, no matter who you are. We know how those males, quote unquote, y'all know who I'm talking about, are in corporate America if you're out there or in, in the workplace in general. There's a sense of entitlement and feeling that they could say whatever, do whatever, however, and nobody's going to check them. See, me being the only black person on the team, the only black female and the youngest within itself, was a threat. As soon as I was hired, I was a threat. They were going to test me to the no end to see how far they can go before they push me to my limit. And guess what? I still won. Because you're not going to make me quit. Because I'm not a quitter. I'm a fighter. I fight for what's right and I fight for what's mine. And that's when I take dignity in knowing that me being a Delta woman, my my founders fought for women's suffrage and for women's rights. So for me to not fight for that next black girl that comes behind me as a black accountant, I wouldn't be, i would be remiss for myself to not go ahead and not be d- disappointed. Delta never raised quitters. Wise women seek deltas. Delta seeks no one. That within itself says a lot about it. Delta Sigma theater means change to some degree. So in order to see the change I want to see in corporate America for us black, young black female accountants, I have to be that change. I have to step up. I have to speak. I have to use my voice. I have to use my resources and tools that sometimes we don't even use that and know we have available in corporate America or know we have available on our side and know that as employees, we have rights as well. And guess who taught me that? Some of my tribe. See, sometimes we remiss ourselves by not using the resources we have available because sometimes there's always greater knowledge in the next sister that, that you might not know, that she may know, that can help you in your situation. I know I've done it on several occasions, especially when it came to business because why? I'm an accountant and my major was business. My master's is in business administration. So business is something I'm very familiar with. The ins, the outs, the in, especially when it comes to the financial part. And I've helped some of my sisters because why? That's that's something I'm able to, I've acquired the knowledge and able to bestow upon somebody else. It's okay to share what you know with somebody else. It's okay to be able to help that sister or guide her in the right direction when she needs that guidance. It's okay to be that support to be like, yo, I know this. Let me help you out. That's one thing I can say about Delta, baby. Ain't no way, no form, no shape, no how that I can't say there's not one sister I have whenever I need in a certain area that I can't be like, yo, so-and-so, can you look out? And they don't got me. So being a black woman within itself, we were already had the odds set against us. We've probably come far. Yeah, we got Kamala. But we still got a lot more to go. So fight for what's right. But don't ever forget who you are and whose you are in the process. Sometimes you have to trust the process, let go and let God. Because sometimes you are your own well informed against you, which is why you can't unlock that next level. So be mindful of the company you keep. Be mindful of the things you do. Be mindful of the ways you walk. Be mindful of the affirmations you speak and the thought process that could be literally blocking you from what's next. Yeah, It's okay. It happens to all of us. But I know one thing for certain, being a black woman is the best person I can. I I love being a part of a club that is so exclusive that everybody want to mimic. Black women literally are a staple in fashion, in entertainment, in a plethora of other areas. They used to laugh at us. Y'all I don't know if y'all know about Sarah Bartman. She, they, they used her as a freaking freak show in a museum as a specimen because she was heavy chested with a big bottom. Guess who's trying to replicate that now? Oh, I. Ain't. Kardashian Kardashians is the prime example of trying to mimic a prototype. You can never duplicate. You can't you can't compete where you don't compare, baby girl. And it is what it is. They complain laughed about us about our lips being big. Oh, with the watermelon and the, you know, the Sambo jokes. Who's over here getting lip fillers? Oh, all right. Who's constantly on the tanning table? Oh all right. They died, they almost they die to want to have our culture and be us, but they don't want to give us our credit. Think about that. I would be re- I would be pissed if it was me, because I know I do all the time. I get frustrated. Like y'all was just out here trying to use us as Sarah Bartmans, but now today y'all want to just you know act like we this the most well-goldest thing to walk on earth, but don't want to give us the credit, but give it to somebody else not of our ethnicity. It's it's beyond me. But what I will say is this, my fellow queen, your crown may be taint be tilted, but I'm gonna help you push it back up. Keep your head up it's okay. One bad day doesn't determine the rest of your journey. One bad minute doesn't determine the rest of your day. And one second doesn't determine the rest of how you can change your mindset within that hour. So to all my black queens out there who are out here like me fighting to go ahead and make sure we make that difference and are that difference, I salute you. And like I always say on air, be real, be true, and always be apologetically you. My queens, I'll check y'all later.